Welcome back to Sabah and Muslim on Radio Islam International. Now, some Durban beaches have tasted safe after 11 closed as E. coli levels continue to fluctuate. But the city said yesterday sampling conducted indicated safer levels. The E. coli levels at so many of the province's beaches pose a threat to the tourism industry, especially as uh, we're going into a long weekend and to into the December holidays. Now, according to a statement, the three beaches with poor quality results were Glenishley, Virginia, and Amgeni South Beach and Amgeni River. The previous beach closures came as Adopt the River, the non-profit uh, wor- uh, working with the water sampling company uh, Talbot. Uh, the Art of Water distanced itself from the statements made by the mayor during the festive season on the 29th of November. So joining us now on the line from Adopt a River, we have the director, Janet Simpkins. Janet, a very good morning to you. Welcome. Okay, Janet, can you hear me? You're a bit faint. Yes, I can hear you. All right, that's much better. Okay, this all is, is, is very confusing for, for, for the average person. You know, we, we hear all the time about E. coli. Then we hear reports suggesting that, no, it's, it's safe, it's under control. You can come, you can swim at any beach in Durban. And then you hear reports suggesting otherwise. Where are we exactly? What is the situation? Unfortunately, I can't give you a definite answer on that. It, it is rather confusing, and that's down to... Unfortunately, our poor sewage infrastructure, um, which really is playing havoc with um, the waterways and obviously um, causes a spike in the E. coli readings when we do sample at beaches. Um, I think the safest thing for us to say, and and you you alluded to it in the the lead-up, is we just wanted to be very cautious when we're saying um, that all beaches are always safe. You know, we we cannot uh, make that statement knowing uh, over the two years that we've been sampling just the trends that we've picked up and that um, after rain, we do see a, a spike in the E. coli levels and that's just because the, the rivers flush down, um, waterways, stormwaters run um, and, and that's what we need to be cautious of. On the most part, we've had very clear beaches for a long time. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's really not um, always a definite, but we, we do like to suggest caution after rain, um, and then the sea does clear itself very quickly. We do know that. We've seen that. So, is there any possibility of, of, of some reasonable degree of clarity being obtained anytime soon? I'm sure people have made bookings for the long weekend. Um, mm. People have made bookings for December or want to or, or, or want the information before they finalize their bookings. I myself mm. was was um, in Durban over the weekend and I, I said to my wife, you know, I haven't swam in the beach since before COVID. Uh, and maybe I'm going to try and find some time this weekend only to be told by friends, don't even don't even uh, put your toes into the water. So so mm. whilst I understand that you, you cannot uh, authoritatively give the clarity that people required, what, what advice would you give them? What, what uh, guidance would you give them? The one, the one positive out of all of this is that um, the water services, um, Etiquini, are really, they've stepped up their sampling uh, processes and regularity. So we are seeing a lot more frequency and availability of results. So that's available on their website. Um, and they have been tracking uh, beaches for some time. We do regular sampling as well with Talbot. And there's been a trend of um, sort of, let's say, safer beaches, for want of a better word. And I think um, 
if you just had to be be cautious of terrain and chose a beach that was not very close to a river, um, you know, we're seeing that those have trended um, safer than others over time. So it's about picking your beach um, for the, the, the weather conditions that you find when you're visiting. And um, for the most part, um, they've been they've been great. And the city has stepped up sampling, so they are putting out a lot more information to the public. Another question, and, and I know it may be somewhat unfair to, to put you on the spot with this one, but it's on the minds of people. To what extent can they trust what the city is saying? The city has a vested interest in terms of tourism revenue. Uh, mm. People have their health uh, as, as, as a paramount priority and, and not the, the, the revenue that the city is looking for. Yeah, that's also a very tricky question. Um, we we felt it was important um, with the start of the season and um, with the the media and, and the commentary coming from um, the, the mayor's office, just that, you know, he was stating that it was all beaches, everything was clear. We just needed to clarify our position in that we do um, welcome the joint sampling, um, but we needed to throw extra caution to the public and say that, you know, it's, it's not always the case and there have been facts and this is what happens after heavy rain and we just wanted to uh, warn the, the public about that. So for the most part they've set up sampling but you still need to be cautious um, as conditions change daily actually. Now if people are on holiday and, and the year conflicting reports at that time because the upcoming holiday is a lengthy one. There are some people who would go on holiday just after the schools close as well. Is there anything that they can do for themselves to be able to ascertain whether it is uh, safe or not? Yeah, for, for the most part, um, the beaches have been okay. We've we've been sampling for two years, and um, most beach results are, are great. Um, once again, I'll just caution that after a rain, it's not probably the best time to swim in the sea the day of or the day after. So, and, and not many people go to the beach if it's raining. So mm. give it a day to clear out. Um, the, the sea does cleanse itself really quickly, you know, with the, the winds and the tides and the currents. That water doesn't stay there. Um, so thankfully it, it moves. And, and then just to be in touch with um, the local beach office or the lifeguard station, um, I know the city, with their results, they are putting those up at the boards. And just to chat to locals, local um, tour companies that are based at the beach, they know the local conditions. So it's it's worthwhile chatting to people um, who use the, the sea often and getting their advice on the day and then making that judgment call. But we, we see these these elevated levels, particularly after rainfall um, or after a particular bad bout of, of load shedding. So, you know, that's just another factor to consider. You know, sometimes what happens is that uh, people on holiday in the year, about one person who, who, who is sick or one person who got diarrhea and, and start to assume that maybe it's all linked to uh, E. coli. Yeah, we, we do hear that. Um, and it's it's not fair to say. Um, I'm not saying that it's, they're not um, all true, but there are a number of water users uh, along our coastline that 
that use the ocean frequently and, and they report that they all find. So I think it's taking um, a balanced view and just being cautious when you're deciding which beach to go to on the day and check in with those local authorities and officers that write there. They are aware of local conditions and and then I think one can really enjoy what the coastline has to offer. Thank you so much uh, for your time, uh, Janet, and we really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. You too. That was uh, Janet Simpkins, Adopter River Director, giving us her perspective on the E. coli situation at Durban Beaches. It's now 730